So your wife dropped a baby. Well, that's awkward. Today I'm talking about the drop. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. movie friends welcome to scott's self-indulgent movie podcast i am scott and today i am talking about a netflix exclusive not netflix sorry hulu exclusive movie called the drop which is uh, kind of a black comedy of sorts that i really enjoyed uh, it got middling reviews but i enjoyed it for reasons i'll get into shortly so without further ado let's get started if you've watched enough TV, you probably heard about The Slap, an infamous adaptation of a British television show that executives somehow thought would translate into a network drama in the US. Despite the intentionally brash title, the show's real hook is less the slap itself, in this case a parent physically reprimanding a child that is not their own, and more of the fallout from the event, emotional, political, interpersonal, etc. Unsurprisingly, it was quickly cancelled, but I'm guessing its existence probably inspired the script for today's comedy about the fallout from a woman dropping her friend's infant called The Drop. The story follows Lex and Manny, a happily married couple that are trying to get pregnant and on their way to a destination wedding for one of Lex's exes and her friends. But the trip's mood is soured when Lex accidentally drops the bride's child at the airport, which, combined with all of Lex's friends, may break Manny's calm exterior and the couple's marriage. So I liked this a lot more than I thought I would. Not because I thought it would be terrible, but I was concerned it would be overly reliant on jokes about the baby being dropped to the point where it didn't feel like a real issue. Instead, it feels more like a movie that had a rough outline of scenes for the talented and funny cast to handle and let them go to work, like a knives out for funny improvisers. And that is right up my alley. I'll freely admit its flaws. For instance, some of the bits run too long and the ending feels rushed, but overall, this is a darkly silly time. And here's why I think it works. First, we have great casting. The number one reason this movie works is because its cast is full of funny people that all play their type to perfection. Our leads include Pen15 co-creator and star Anna Conkle as Lex, so perfectly suited for awkwardness, the blackening's Jermaine Fowler, who does the majority of the movie's emotional heavy lifting, and from there we've got a ser series of com comedic pairings, including Jillian Bell and Joshua Leonard as the natural living couple that own the resort, the vapid famous couple played by Ghost Ukshtak Amburdar, and a black lady sketch show's Robin Thede, I mean perfect casting for somebody playing a parody of a dramatic actor, and openly anxious stand-up Aparna Natrala, sorry, Aparna Natrala, as a bride-to-be, and Jennifer Lafleur as our only relatively well-adjusted person in the whole movie. I loved her. They all know their roles, and they bounce off each other in hilarious ways, thanks in large part to scene purpose. One of the things that makes a lot of improv-heavy scenes in movies is that you that makes a lot of improv heavy scenes in movies kind of dated is that you start to wonder why is the scene here functionally i get that it's a comedy but there's nothing that's plot essential to this or anything that it adds to these characters this is why bits like the now infamous you know how i know you're gay run in the 40 year old virgin have trouble sticking around not scene or character essential it's devoid of context for the drop, there's always a character baseline and scene function. I'll take the allegedly happy off-grid couple who own the resort, played by Jillian Bell and Joshua Leonard, co-writer, great job! The undercurrent is that these two, despite all of their bluster, are very unhappy with their all-natural living and not happy with each other either, so twinges of that come out in every scene they have together. 
They bicker about how they smell, overshare with people about how they're not having sex and why, and use their toast to try and sell the resort as kind of a timeshare or investment for the rest of the group. Everything in between could be made up, but those are all funny, all funny concepts that work and reinforce the character dynamics. There's also an uncomfortable truth at its core. One of my favorite things about having friends who are parents is how the outward sheen of parenting gets removed. You get a better look and feel for how parenting feels and is day to day than you would if you were visiting for a get-together one day. As ESPN commentator Mina Kimes, a new mom, recently said about being a new mom, you celebrate any of the wins and stop tracking the losses. It's messy and gross and often frustrating. So someone dropping a baby, it happens. Obviously upsetting, but it happens. My takeaway from the movie is that it shouldn't feel like a taboo or a character-revealing mistake, especially from this group of dishonest goobers who either aren't parents or are shitty parents, but it is viewed that way. And now Lex and Manny are trying to sort out the complicated feelings it invokes in them, including the spiraling emotions that reinforces your feelings. All in all, I think it's a funny time with a, it's a funny movie with a point to make. So that gets it a six out of 10 from me. This has been Scott's Off Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Off Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.